Okay, there we go. Uh, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. Um, now, yesterday was a bit of a, a um, let's just say, a poor quality trading day. Really, there's not that much um, volatility really to to get too excited over. Um, same situation on Monday with a bank holiday in the US. Um, now, we've got there's every potential for things to really uh, hot up today uh, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, just to do it the pound, we'll have a look at that. And second, in terms of inflation in the UK, um, which is bad news for mortgage holders uh, coming down the line. Um, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll also be hearing from Jerome Powell. So this is really the, the, the calm before the storm, potentially. Um, so today has... Uh, it's going to be an interesting day for sure, um, and it's very important. We we kind of have our trade plan in mind uh, to be able to to execute if the markets start to perform in line with our expectations, um, as as always. Okay, so let's get straight into it. Then we'll of course okay start with our risk warning. Just uh, take a brief moment to familiarise yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. Uh, good morning, everybody. I hope we're all keeping well. So look, let's get through this. Um, in terms of a quick introduction, all profitable traders, they need to be able to, to consider which markets to trade. So you know what markets should get our focus. Um, and we're finding this, you know, this aspect of trading more and more important because these markets react to, to, to themes uh, and those themes change. So like Monday, there was a bit of a, a China theme um, and, and going into yesterday as well, because there wasn't much news to be able to impact markets. Um, now we're shifting to a, a BOE theme, um, which I'll explain now in a bit more more detail. Last week it was about the Fed and and that sort of central bank hawkish um, central bank theme broadly, um, with a very accommodative BOJ. So you've got that contrast between central banking, depending which part of the world you happen to be talking about. Okay, we'll have a look at where we're going to enter these markets, uh, where we're going to enter um, exit. Uh, how do we manage risk prior to entry? How do we manage each trade to a successful outcome and trading psychology? All very important features of trading financial markets. Perhaps there's, there's elements of this up screen where you, you might think you're, you're probably a little bit more proficient at, and there's probably other areas that perhaps you need to give more consideration. So the good news is we do, we discuss many of these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and uh, in, a, in a real sort of live trading environment. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, be patient as well. So let's get into it. So, um, so, very much in line with um, the RBA and the BOC. The BOE are now, um, I suppose they're getting this inflation picture really quite, quite wrong. And um, if we just take the, the US 
out of the equation, which um, very much inflation has been performing in line with expectations in the US. In fact, even inflation has been coming down a lot quicker. We can see across the Australian economy, the Canadian economy, and now the UK economy, that actually inflation is ticking significantly higher. It's not just, you know, 10 basis points, it's, it's 30 basis points. So that is a, a shock to the upside. So, you know, all of your um, forecasts, you know, through all these big financial institutions like Wall Street, you know, were expecting a figure around 8.4%. And we saw a much higher figure come in, very much in line with, um, with the previous figure. So we're up at this little stubborn level. And I suppose credibility from the BOE, you know, does need to be taken into account. And the reason why the, the, the pound reacted in a positive manner is because the BOE, which we have, we're going to be hearing from on Thursday, we're going to have this bank rate. There's a 25 basis point rate hike planned. Um, now, it looks like with inflation up at 8.7 that they're going to need to go a little bit more aggressive than 25 basis points. Um, it looks right now that 25 basis points is not going to get the job done. This is a horrible looking um, looking chart. So we have been previously up at the highs up here. Um, if we go back to 2007, 5.7, it looks like we're going to need to exceed that quite considerably. Um, with inflation and wages, you know, still up at that seven, eight, you know, closer to 9% level. So big problem. Um, the BOE, very much like the RBA and the BSC, were very much um, talking, talking down inflation quite considerably. And all those central banks have actually had inflation ticking higher and not coming down at all. Um, so the, the, the US is, is probably one of the ones, well, it's the most successful central bank, believe it or not, um, despite all the mixed signaling uh, over the last number of months. But um, you see, the Fed would be worried about inflation in the US actually beginning to tick higher as well. Um, now, we'll see what, what impact that pause had last week because they've, they've slowed down the rate of uh, increases and uh, with the expectation to go again in July in terms of push rates higher. Now, the problem is you've got core inflation in the US. We've got an interest rate at 5.25 um, at in the US, and we've got core inflation, I think it's at sort of 5.4. So we do have headline inflation below that 5.25. So when you have a situation where uh, interest rates are, are above inflation, it it acts as a bit of a weight pushing inflation further down. But as we know, a lot of this inflation is not just demand driven, it's it's supply driven. Um, there's still very significant supply constraints across the board. Um, and there is obviously high degrees of, of price gouging as well, depending where you're looking to purchase your stuff from. So us as the consumer, you know, we're still paying really considerably higher prices. And we know that we're paying a multiple of what these official figures are saying. Um, and we're all getting a bit of a boost at the minute with 
lower uh, energy prices. So that may change going into the winter months. So these central banks, if they think they've got it tough now, um, you know, let's just give it five, six months and we'll see, we'll see where things are at then regarding inflation. Okay. So, um, so it, really important week. Um, in fact, a really important remainder of the week. So this CPI number coming in much hotter than expected on the core and the headline rate. Um, in addition, we're going to be hearing from Jerome Powell today at three o'clock. So that is absolutely going to be uh, a volatile event, we would assume. So it's worth keeping an eye out on that one. Um, and we do question what sort of volatility are we likely to get between between now and three o'clock today. Um, that's a bit of a tough one. That's a bit of a tough one to sort of gauge. So with this in mind, this could be our own real focus, that and the BOE for the rest of the trading day. So let's bring up the charts. So we still have this bearish view of these markets. Um, and, and again, just to reaffirm, it, it's, it's a consolidative move. It's not a, um, if I just bring up our pen. So what we're looking for is we've had this little breakout to the upside, we're able to get into that trade and, um, and benefit from that sizable move. We've had a couple of smaller moves as well around the monthly high. And what we're what we're trading now is kind of a short-term pullback in that trade. Now it's actually the Nasdaq that we're in, but it's the same same price setup as the S and P. Um, so we we could potentially add. Um, a bit of softening to the S&P, a bit of a downside move. And you'd be trading it down into, into this sort of 43.10 level, 43.15 level, something down at these lower levels. So there's still, you know, the potential of sort of 70, 80 point move to the downside. So you can gauge to see whether it is actually a viable sell trade. And we shall do that in just a second. But our bias can absolutely still be to the downside. So that's the S&P. Um, similar, similar situation, really, if you're looking at the Dow. In fact, the, the Dow is a lot tighter. So it's really, I would trade the, the NASDAQ or the S&P. And it's it's exact same, same setup. So we had this little breakout. And, and just notice where our, our take profit is. It's just above strong support. And that's really what we're trying to achieve. So last week, really sizable move, a lot of buying last week. It was actually the S&P that we were buying. Uh, it just so happens we're selling the, the NASDAQ and we're just expecting potentially even quite, well, it's already started to be quite a slow move, but further downside still right now, as things currently stand, Jerome Powell today at three o'clock could change that. Um, depending on how the markets respond to what he says. And he's going to be grilled on the only question we had last week from Jerome Powell was, why are you pausing? Now, they've said the official line is, of course, we're, you know, we're going to, we've already raised rates quite a lot and we're going to wait and see how it plays out. And um, 
that that kind of thing but actual like in, in real terms the, these um these central bankers they know full well that when you when you take a pause you know you're basically sending a signal that we could sit at these at these prices for quite a while and 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 then start to pivot and prices can be coming down from these types of levels in the not too distant future and the fed are trying hard to kind of dissuade the markets from believing that but that seems to be the the response so really i suppose we're talking about credibility here and uh, the markets don't really believe that there must be something more to this there must be another angle there must be another reason why the the, the fed are not raising rates at this stage because they, they're saying rates need to go higher so if that's the case well, why are you not pushing them higher it's 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 just it's just one of those situations and i'm sure in the following months we will find out the reason for that but we don't have a good enough reason as things currently stand so downside we still got this sort of bearish view um so we've got the potential for pound up even though that, that's not that convincing off the back of the fed and we could have um the FTSE down might not be a bad idea um below the 7543 75.43 so we could have a look at that pound up uh FTSE down nice rebound in the Nikkei it's the market that kind of keeps on giving um really strong move uh, we're now up at 28 nearly 29,000 so all those Bitcoin traders out there will be really excited to see this kind of move over the course of yesterday and the day before. Um, not too sure what what's driving that particular move, but that that's the nature of cryptocurrencies. You can have um, really explosive moves. It's very difficult to understand, you know, whether demand is increasing and or, or whether that market is reacting to something very niche and i suppose the one thing the one observation regarding bitcoin is is how remarkably resilient it's been over the last few months we've, we've not really moved in fact the only move uh, since the beginning of the year is actually to the upside and when you think about we had all those problems with uh, all those platforms those cryptocurrency platforms uh, many of which have kind of gone out of business. Um, there's lots of sort of inbuilt incompetence or, or fraud. It depends which side of the which side of the line you happen to position yourself um, in terms of whether it's you know. But you know, a lot of money has kind of gone missing. Um, Is it Sam Bankman Freed? Was it? Uh, and we're, we're now having issues with um, Coinbase and, and, and all these, you know, supposedly solid platforms. Uh, you find out that actually there is real concern across the cryptocurrency markets, and yet, you know. Bitcoin has remained really quite resilient. A bit of downside pressure, but not 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 as much as you would have anticipated over the course of the last number of months. Okay, uh, just a quick word on commodities. Um, we're in this little sideways pattern. However, making a bit of progress uh, in gold. 
and below the monthly low we'd certainly be expecting further downside um below 1931 so yesterday's low is 1929 so we could have a look at the FTSE to the downside we could have a look at gold to the downside and this would kind of fit in with that with that risk off trade we're still in that sort of risk off phase um a bit of further downside and then the last question is what does that mean for the dollar do we have dollar strength and it's very very tame isn't it it's it's sort of limping its way the pound would be the exception really and we were saying yesterday that this downside move we actually kept away from it um because of the boa coming in today but we did get yeah, a little bit more downside yesterday before that pullback kicked in and we saw that that pullback across all these dollar pairs um dollar yen looking more constructive now at this stage um the dollar swiss pushing higher the dollar cad pushing higher we were looking at very carefully at the dollar cad and the new zealand dollar aussie dollar and now we're getting that little so yeah, this is the pullback we saw yesterday in the dollar and we're able to get into this on on the rollover sorry this is the daily time frame isn't it so yesterday we were able to get in we extended to the downside pulled back really aggressively but we're still in the trade basically down to these lows down here so we can still look to trade that dollar strength and um, just quick look at the euro pound you'd have to say a bit of pound strength against the euro and further weakness in the end Okay, so we're going to have a look at um, so our trade plan today can be we're not really getting that that yen strength, so we can remove that. But um, we still have a risk risk off environment. So market summary potential for risk off for. So the potential for continuing risk off market conditions and i use the word potential because there's no guarantee that that we're going to get this risk off move fully extended with with jerome powell things could change really quite quickly so potential us indice weakness it's it's that corrective short-term move a potential dollar strength can stay as it is we have um uh, gold so low 1929 and we have FTSE uh, so below just want to check that price again yeah so it's below that 75.43 so there's an opportunity sooner rather than later in that trade so we get in and we'll have a look at that probably straight away so below um 75.43 okay so this is our trade plan we're looking so our market summary so we're looking for the potential for continuing risk off market conditions um and that's very mind we need to be a little bit mindful 
of um, Jerome Powell. Okay, so look, we'll wrap it up here then, guys. Uh, thanks, as always, for joining us. Um, whoops, sorry, I skipped pages. Let's turn this red just to... So let's, let's fix this up just a tiny bit. Right. Okay. So this is our trade plan currently up on screen, looking for indices to continue to weaken, the dollar to potentially continue to strengthen. We have to be quite selective, unfortunately. We're looking to sell gold below the 1929, and we're looking to sell the FTSE uh, below the 7543. Just be mindful. Um, these markets are awaiting Jay Powell's testimony at 3 p.m. today, UK time. So we can strap ourselves in for a bit of a volatile ride. Uh, so there may be some decent opportunities in the latter part of the trading day today and, and going into tomorrow's conditions. Um, right now, we're in this sort of dribbly risk-off phase. Um, no real narrative fully taking hold of these markets uh, to any great extent. So um, we can move along. Uh, any questions, feel free to post them, guys. There's our trade plan uh, in the chat box. And this is going to sort of largely keep us on track, irrespective of what happens over the course of the trading day. These are the... These are the trades that we're looking for opportunities in. So it could focus our attention. Just to let you know, we trade these markets fully live uh, every day uh, from 8 a.m. for the European session and again at 12.45 p.m. These are all UK times. For more information, just go to the live trade room. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll switch rooms now to our um, trade room uh, for the European trading session, and we'll see you in just a few seconds. Bye for now.